This podcast is produced on the ancestral homeland of the Nooksack and Lummi people. They have been its stewards since time immemorial, respecting the land, river, and ocean with the understanding that everything is connected, related, and alive. We acknowledge the elders and their collective and individual plights and achievements. We consider the legacies of violence, displacement, migration, and settlement that bring us together today. And we pursue ongoing action to build lasting relationships and grow together so that all may prosper. WCLS in Whatcom County presents Library Stories, a podcast to open your eyes to all the ways your local public libraries matter. Join us as we reveal the power of sharing at the library. I'm your host, Neil McKay, Online Experience Coordinator for the Whatcom County Library System. And today... Hi, everybody. I'm Sarah Lavender. Um, I'm the Youth Services Librarian at the Ferndale Public Library. And I'm Hannah Boxberger. I'm a Youth Services Assistant at the Linden Public Library. Yay! And we're here um, to, yeah, kind of talk and update you all about how summer reading 2023 is going. Um, I think it's been going so well. I mean, first of all, we can just say... Um, everybody pat yourselves on the back because we reached our initial goal of planting 200 new trees in Whatcom County. Um, we surpassed that pretty greatly. So now our goal is 500 trees, thanks to the Whatcom County Library Foundation for donating a little bit more money for um, this amazing cause. So um, now, yeah, we need to keep reading. We need to keep doing activities and hopefully we can plant 500 trees next year. I think we'll get there. I think so too. Yeah. Um, but it's been really fun so far. Um, I guess, yeah. What's, what's been one of your favorite parts of summer reading, Hannah? I love seeing, uh, folks reactions when you talk about the program yes. and explain what it is. Cause when you first say, Hey, have you signed up for summer reading or something like that? Um, they're usually intrigued or something. Right. You know, most people at least know the concept of summer right. reading. Right. <laughs> um, but when you say what the program is and that we're reading for the trees is really the slogan of it. And people love that. Yes. Yes. They absolutely love that. Right. Like adults, too, which yeah. I feel like in the past years. I I think there's been a little bit of a disconnect with adults being like, well, I can't do summer reading, mm-hmm. you know, that's for kids or 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 even I don't really read. And it's like, well, in this year we're planting trees and then, yeah, they get super excited. Mm-hmm. So I've noticed that, too. Yes. And I also do love that. There's another thing that I'm really enjoying is how much adults are really enjoying the program, yeah. too, because summer yeah. reading, as far as I know, has always been for all ages right. and but it, it, it's very kid oriented a lot yeah, of the time yeah. and people don't realize that they can do it as well when they're right. grownups. Right. Essentially. Um, and people get so excited. Yes. I know. And they go, I can do it too. Yes. Yes. And then they want to sign up and it's just been so much fun yes. to see. And it's like, you don't even have to say much beyond we're reading for the trees. Right. For right. people to on board they yes. go oh okay I want to do that totally yeah yeah I think everybody 
feels that. Um, so also just a reminder that these trees are being planted by the Walk Chameleon Trees Project. Um, they're this really cool local organization that we've been partnering with this summer. Um, and they've been just wonderful to work with. And they, you know, they do have a bit of an idea for these trees now. Um, they've listed some different parks in Whatcom County that they're hoping to be able to plant these trees in. I know Hovander Park is one of those parks, but I also know that Dem is another area they'll be focusing on um, and we're actually going to have a tree planting ceremony in October at the Deming Public Library um, where Whatcomillion Trees Project will be there to um, plant a celebratory tree um, to kind of mark our progress with summer reading um, and then the rest of those hopefully 500 trees will be planted you know, scattered out throughout Whatcom County throughout the next year. But they've been such great partners to work with. And they have definitely expressed interest in doing this in the future as well. So we're pretty excited about that, too. Um, and then also, I was going to say, a really cool part of my job is that I get to see all the different numbers coming in each week. Um, so each week I contact all the branch staff, uh, the youth services staff at each branch and ask them, um, you know, how many, how many activities did patrons do throughout the week of the past week? How many leaves did they earn? And the numbers that come in are crazy. I mean, and it's just, it's awesome. It's in the hundreds every week for almost every branch, which is so cool. Um, even I think the highest branch that gets the most leaves and activities is actually Bookmobile, which I think is really, really? cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So like a couple weeks ago, they had like 551 leaves. Oh my goodness. Like yeah. It was for just one week. And that's so cool that that's the Bookmobile, you know, it's not even like a stationary branch. <laughs> it's a small little, you know, truck that goes around, but it sees so many people. So that was really cool to see that for oh, sure. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so again, just to reiterate, if you weren't familiar with the activities and the tree uh, or in the leaf count. So basically one activity equals one leaf and 25 leaves equals one tree planted. Um, and each branch has their own paper tree that they're working on as well. So um, when they get activities from patrons, that activity essentially becomes a visual little paper leaf from recycled book pages. And they put that up on their big paper tree. Um, and yeah, and then 25 of those equals one actual tree planted. Um, so again, it's been really cool to watch that progress happen and see that number grow so much from week to week. And I don't know, I like that I get to be the one to add it all up. <laughs> I never get to do math in this position, which I'm really thankful for. But but also, this is kind of a fun one <laughs> to do it. It's rewarding math. Yes, right. Even though I do use a calculator, it's okay. <laughs> It's kind of like we've got this production line that happens. Um, every Tuesday, I email um, the youth services staff. They email me their numbers by the end of that day. And then I email Neil the final number um, by Wednesday morning. And then Wednesday morning, um, Neil updates the website so that the little tree graphic on the top represents the new number of trees. Um, if you look at it right now, 
it is like a very dense forest. <laughs> it's awesome. And what we're up to like 7,000 something leaves right now. It's that's it's incredible. So cool. Yeah. So definitely keep checking back on the website, the summer reading page on the website throughout the summer um, to see that grow. And there's also a little hidden um, monster in there, I should say. No, it's Sasquatch. (laughs) It's always hidden in the graphic, which is fun, too, to try to find him. (laughs) I've noticed that uh, patrons love checking in on the tree when they come into the branch. Right? It's so fun. Oh, cool to see. And like, how about putting up the leaves? How has that been? Have you been doing that? Or do you have another staff member do that usually? It depends on how many there are per week. (laughs) Um, I can handle most of it. Okay. Um, There was one week where we had two, like 250 or something like that. And I don't remember what was going on that day, but just that was going to take a really long time. Um, Lyndon is lucky to have a lot of volunteers, a lot of um, teen volunteers. And um, so usually I can, if I need help with that, we can have our volunteers do it and they get to participate and see the fruits of be part of it of this labor too yes is awesome that's a great way to use teen volunteers for sure I know I tried that and I think a lot of the teens in Ferndale maybe have a lot of plans going on which is great but but I've I've also felt that same way where sometimes the weeks I'm like oh I can do this it's only you know 80 or 90 and then one week we had over 400. I was like, guys, I need help. Oh my help. gosh. Yeah. That's so, amazing though, yeah, right? It's, it's so a good amazing. problem to have. For sure. Have so many to put up. Yeah. And how about um, programs? Because we were just talking about before this, Hannah and I were just talking about how, you know, July is our huge kid and teen program month. And we just kind of wrapped that up. Um, so yeah. How is your experience with that? With the programs yeah. in general in the summer? Oh, they've been so much fun. And yeah. a lot of them, especially the well, the kids programs that I was running in particular were very uh, on brand for yeah. our trees. <laughs> and uh, people loved that. Yes. Right. Painting birdhouses yeah. and making sun catchers and doing bird feeders. And they right. were all excited about where they were going to put them yes. at their house or on their porch or whatever. Totally. Um, and it's just been a really good tie in. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so much fun. I agree. To, and then yeah. be able to talk about summer reading at the beginning yeah. of the programs and encourage people to come up and sign up before they leave if they haven't yet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And seeing them, I've had a few kids like come into programs with their summer reading card, you know, with yes. little tallies and they're like, I, I need to record these, you know, and I'm like, okay, let's go do that. You know, or like the front desk, they can, they'll tally them up for you and, and they're just so excited. And yeah, yeah. so that's, you're right. It's been, I feel like this year, finally, the programs really feel connected to the summer reading program. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think we haven't always gotten that um, that feel in the past. And so that's been something that's been really cool. It's been quite cohesive. Yeah. In that sense. And one of the activities is to attend a library program. Yeah, right? So when you talk about it there and get people say, excited, you can say you can check off your first one. Right. And right now. You think about it like, you know, I know for Ferndale and Linden, we, we get pretty high attendance Mm -hmm. for those programs, you know, so in a way that could be 
like 85 leaves you know if everyone right. there did their that's three trees yeah yeah three and so cool <laughs> almost a half tree yeah <laughs> three and a baby tree yeah <laughs> but no I also loved the programs too and um and we did you know some teen programs mm-hmm. as well um the two camps for teens uh writers camp and Shakespeare camp and um I'm really glad you got to come in and see Shakespeare camp for a little bit and it's so fun and just yeah, just getting to work with these groups of kids and teens mm-hmm. is so rewarding. And yeah, some of the art camps too. at some of the yes. other branches had some tree themed yes. projects that they worked on as well, which is so cool. Yeah, which I'm really excited to see the outcome of those. Yeah, <laughs> we tried to do some tree themed haikus and the teen writers camp. Um it was good. No, I think some some teens are intimidated by poetry for sure. So there was a little bit of hesitation. But then I think when they realized, oh, a haiku is like pretty easy and fun and, and I can write it about anything I want. And so we did tree and nature ones. And so that was really fun, too. <laughs> yeah, and then you and Teresa got to do some story times in nature. Yes. So we went to Hovander Park um, for two of the Wednesday story times. And it was so fun. We had huge groups. I think the last one we had 86 people and, um, and yeah, we all get to sit out in the grass under apple trees. Mm-hmm. Um, Teresa picked an apple off the tree and started eating it at the end of her story time. <laughs> she was like, this is great. A little tart, but, <laughs> um, but that was super fun. And, um, again, that program's so cool. Cause it's in, it's right next to the children's story garden at Hovander, which, is if you haven't been there so it's in Ferndale it's this you know amazing park but the story garden is so cute they actually have um children's books picture books placed next to each of the little garden displays right it's very sweet yeah yeah like and they're themed um there's you know depending on what vegetable or fruit is in the story it'll match up so it's super cool if you haven't checked it out yet I definitely recommend stopping by (laughs) but yeah so that was so fun um and now we're kind of moving into August um which all of our major kid teen and early programs are wrapping up for the summer um but that definitely doesn't mean summer reading is wrapping up we still are going to go all the way to the end of august august 31st and um so yeah so keep doing your activities keep hugging trees right keep keep reading um, there's another program happening. It's really cool. It's a bilingual program, um, which we're super excited about. Um, and it's actually called Stories and Popsicles. So yeah, the program is inspired uh, by the book um, about Palatero Man <laughs> by Lucky Diaz, um, which is a fantastic, vibrant, just beautiful, beautiful book, beautiful story. Sure. Um, so I imagine it's going to be a lot of fun yeah and um it'll be really good for a hot day yes. in the summer because sure. there will be popsicles <laughs> i do know that yes and i think um this would be a good one too if you're you know looking for something in august to do i know a lot of our patrons at all of our branches had so many activities to do with us in july that they might be feeling you know, a little bored during August or want something more, this is this is your chance to go to go do that at these different libraries. And yeah, we're super excited about that. Um, and then before we know it, we'll be back in school. <laughs> it's in the school year. But um, but yes, yeah, so 
summer reading, I think overall has been a huge success. I just keep hearing stories and, um, and just people are just so excited. And I, I haven't, I haven't heard that the last few mm-hmm. years. So it's really, it's really awesome to hear that. It's really that community focus. Yeah. yeah. That people are, that patrons are just. Yeah. They're wanting that. Really wanting to get into. Right? And it's been really rewarding to see. Yeah. Um, just that drive I know. to do something together for and sure. to provide something for our county yep. together. That is so beneficial. And, and it's, I think it's exposing people to what chameleon trees project too. You know, I, I know on their website, there's um, different dates where they do um, kind of volunteer days, you know, where people can go and gather and take out a bunch of English Ivy or, you know, or what have you. And so it's, it's cool because I think that opens a door for them as well to get more volunteers, you know, and, um, maybe even families will want to go check out their website. And, and that's an activity on the card, by the way, is looking at the Walk Million Trees website. So if you haven't done that, check it out and mark your card. <laughs> All right. So this is Neil back here. I've been, I've been listening uh, to this wonderful conversation about summer reading. And uh, I had to interrupt because as we're talking about how uh, looking at the Million Trees Project website is one of the activities you can you can mark down to get a leaf. Another activity, of course, because it's summer reading, is reading a book. So I'm here to ask the both of you if you have any recommendations, book recommendations for, for our audience. Well, um, I have two. And um, as you can imagine, being in youth services, I mean, we don't only read kids and teen books, but we do read a lot of them. So um, I have a teen and a middle grade, um, which is probably around like eight to 12 year, years old, I would say for this one. So my teen book uh, that I just read was called Enter the Body by Joy McCullough. Um, and actually, Joy McCullough is a Seattle author. Um, she's written a couple really fantastic books. And um, this one is from the perspective of, of, of um, well, many of the women from Shakespeare's mm-hmm. plays, um, but with a focus on the stories of Juliet, Ophelia, and Cordelia. Um, so that's Romeo and Juliet, Hamlet, and King Lear. Um, I think Sarah, who runs the Shakespeare camp, knows more about <laughs> Shakespeare than I do. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed still this um, story. And it's these women are telling each other their stories, essentially. And it's kind of got a it's got a backstage feel like they're all hanging out backstage with each other. Um, and halfway through the narrative, it sort of flips and they start telling their stories the way that they um more wish they had been told and so they're kind of taking charge of their narratives because a lot of them don't have much of one in their plays um so that one was fantastic so good. Yeah. yeah I think you would like it a lot Yay. <laughs> I'm sure you'll pick up on plenty that I was not able to um but I think you can appreciate it either way yeah um and then I also just read these are both new releases they've come out pretty recently um I just read one called no matter the distance uh, by Cindy Baldwin, and actually Cindy Baldwin lives in Portland, Oregon. Mm. So we have a couple Northwest author- authors on this list. And yeah, so this one um, is about uh, Penny, um, and Penny has cystic fibrosis, um, which actually Cindy Baldwin also oh. um, 
manages very okay. and um a dolphin ends up in the creek that's outside of her house um it's a creek that's not terribly far from the sea but far enough that it'd be really unusual for a dolphin to end up there and it's just about um penny is forming this relationship with this dolphin and kind of like a kinship with her and um it's just it's about her life as well um just dealing with having cf and not letting that define her but she also feels very lonely because people with cf are so contagious to each other they can spread germs to each other really easily and so it's really hard uh in person to have relationships with um other kids that deal with the same kind of lifestyle that she has and that's really lonely for her um and so she's kind of learning how to build that community as well. And it's just very introspective, um, beautiful. It's in verse as well. Oh, it's her yay. writing it in verse. Um, and actually, on the Enter the Body is also in verse. Oh, oh my gosh. Because okay. it's, um, I think, I would need Sarah to double check this fact. But I think all of their narratives are in the same, like, meter that their plays are oh, written in, if that yeah. makes sense. Okay. That's cool. Um, Ooh, okay. At least I know at least one of them is. Um, I bet that's so. Yeah. That's just, yeah, pretty cool too. I love, I love a book in verse <gasps> Me too. too. Yes. And I love like listening to audiobooks mm-hmm. in verse too. Oh, absolutely. So good. But yeah. these two sound so good. They are. And they're both uh, char- very character driven. Okay. If that's your, Ooh, yeah. uh, your reading doorway, <laughs> which is definitely my main one. I'm a character reader for sure. <laughs> no, thank you. That sounds, yeah. Both of those are going to go on my list for sure. Excellent. Um, and it's good because I, I have definitely been reading different things than I normally read. Um, so, I, you know, most of the time it's all kid stuff with a little, a little, trickling of adult um but I've been reading a lot about grief and death just because um a couple months ago my cat passed away and so Mm. I've been discovering though some really good books um one is called No Death No Fear by Thich Nhat Hanh and he's a Buddhist um and has just this amazing view on death and how um you know our our society and culture is so afraid of death. Whereas I think in the Buddhist teachings, it's more about the continuation, you know, and that we're never, Mm -hmm. there really isn't death. And in a way we just become all the things around us, you know? And so that's been giving me a lot of peace. And um, I, I think I definitely recommend it for anyone who, you know, has lost someone or, I mean, we're all scared of losing someone. So I think it's one of those books that it it just opened my eyes to a little bit of a different way to see it. Um, and also another one in the similar vein is called It's Okay That You're Not Okay by Megan Devine. Um, and that one I'm listening to right now. And it's great. It's, it's really all about the fact that our culture um, doesn't know how to talk about death and grief. You know, it's grief is one of those things we get uncomfortable with and we want you know if someone's experiencing deep grief we we want that feeling to move on as fast as possible and um you know you're going to feel better soon and and all of that instead of really um accepting it as part of that's what 
everybody will feel, you know, we all feel that in life and it's part of love is grief. And, um, and so I'm really enjoying that as well. Um, just, you know, I, I always love reading and talking about things that maybe are difficult to talk about, you know, or have a stigma on them. And so, um, if you're interested in, in learning about that, or you're, you know, maybe you're grieving yourself over the loss of someone or something. Um, both of these books have really been helping me. So I definitely recommend them. And we have both those in our system mm -hmm. as well. That's great. Yeah. Some light summer reading. Yeah, I know. Right. I'm like, oh man, I, <laughs> I need to, maybe I need to move it into something, get to the middle grade. <laughs> well, Feel they, good. they sound very powerful. Yes. So, yes. And I'm glad definitely. they're, I'm glad they're helping. And I'm reading lots of picture books on the side to help too. <laughs> Those are always balance is important. Yes, for sure. We have so many great picture books. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's great. That's some, a, a broad range of recommendations there. Anyway. Well, thank you. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Sarah. Um, I'm always glad to hear how, you know, how exciting it is in the youth services department and, that's all I got for you. Thank you so much, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Neil. <laughs> all right. That's our show. I want to thank Sarah Lavender and Hannah Boxberger for taking over the microphones. There's still a lot of time to participate in summer reading. Visit our website at WCLS slash summer reading to see how many trees we have earned and visit your library branch to let them know how many leaves you've earned. As always, I'd like to thank my boss, Mary Vermillion. If trees could speak, they wouldn't. Only hum some low green note. Until next time, this is Neil McKay for the Whatcom County Library System. I'll see you at the library.